<laughs> era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tuesday Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are recapping a weekend full of freelance wrestling, especially going to dive into the show, The Final Phase. Briefly touch on Killer Clown Show that happened in Logan Square Auditorium, uh, but really getting to the nitty-gritty of The Final Phase that happened at Church Street Brewery. Chris and I were there in attendance. Lots of stuff happened. Lots of emotions. Chris, how you doing? <laughs> doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, keeping it together, man. Emotional weekend and mm-hmm. definitely pissed after, you know, leaving my, I, I think I told somebody and we'll, we'll get into it, but I can't remember who I told. I think it was Hank. I'm like, I left my kids crying at home to come to this show for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you started and then we started crying. And then, Yeah. I mean, and that's then... what I said. bunch of emotions everywhere. Right. Uh, I think we'll get, well, once we, once we reach that part, we can, we can get into it. I don't want to get too off track to start, to, to start the show, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, we're, we're getting back into the groove of these, uh, snack size, not so snack size episodes and, and recapping shows. So kick it off with killer clowns at the LSA. I was ready to go and, um, Emma is teething pretty bad. So I'm like, I just couldn't leave her here crying and Carlo dealing with, you know, all three kids. So I decided to stay home and I actually watched the show. I had the show live on uh, IWTV as, as I was streaming. Um, and I'm like, if anybody jumps on, I mean, I'm like, I was just kind of talking to the camera about the show for a little bit. And it definitely started off with a banger, man. Like I, that six-week scramble match, um, as you know, freelance has us accustomed to, or, or at least that's what I say. Although they mix it up from time to time, um, that scramble, six-week scramble, was Deter- uh, Darius Luttrell uh, against Braven Fett, Bryce Benjamin coming out as a sexy mofo, which that was surprising to me. I see. Um, Danger Mask, Missa Kate, and Seven Ga- Gouge. So I mean, could be that could be Gage. I'm not sure to pronounce it. I don't know either, but I know that um, I believe it was him, Seven, who who got really banged up during that match. Um, I don't know if it was Seven or Braven, but I felt like it, it was it was something serious. I mean, they he they got um, whoever whoever it was they got uh, help carried to the back. Um, hopefully they're all right. Um, but oh, one geez. of the Impressive things about this match was seeing uh, there's the trail fly. I mean, he's a big man and him flying, but he picked up the win on this scramble. So, yeah, he can rotate that that large body fully. Somehow it it rotates, but I, I don't know. I saw that I saw that happen on Twitter. But yeah, there was a a a, di- a somersault. I don't know what you want to call that somersault dive to the outside. Yeah, and it took all all the people to catch that large man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and we're going to run quickly through, through the card. Obviously, um, you know, we do got to point out the fact that, um, Robert Eagle Anthony went up against Angel Scalera. Um, but before that happened, um, the ambush to Kylie and Isaiah happened so that, you know, in wrestling terms, they got written off, but, you know, we all know that, um, as Kylie put the statement out there, she's dealing with some stuff. And once again, you know, we're, we're here to support, you know, her decisions and, you know, her path to to well-being so you know take care of yourself first um but you know Absolutely. once once this match kicked off like it made me realize this is a tournament and we're once again here we're in a tournament leading to the number one contender without a bracket where are the brackets man i, I mean brackets you, matter dude i, I do don't you know even what... know who they're who they're if does that mean that so there's two tournament matches this night do the winners face each other I, I don't even know how, like, you know, are there more going to be more first round matches? Yeah, I, I don't know much. Like, matches? Good question. Give, give us a bracket. A bracket would help. I mean, I know, uh, you know, the resources are out there. It, it helps. Uh, it helps lay out the road to to this new this new champion crowning this new champion. Yeah, it, it builds it builds momentum. Um, and you know, fans are able to follow along, but yeah, in this case, so Robert 
Robert Anthony picks up the win over Escalera. Robert is Robert Anthony. I can't remember. Is Robert Anthony the um, what is this the the mid card belt? I'm sorry. Legacy uh, champ. The legacy champ. He is right. I don't know. What did he have it on him? I, it's I, hard I can't to remember because yeah, it's, yeah. been, it's been so long. But I'm like, um, I feel like he is. I think he might be. Yeah. So I'm like, so him being the legacy champ, like he still gets a shot to go further into this tournament for the for the world title. So again, we'll see how this all plays out. Uh, but it was great to see back uh, Effie at the Logan Square Auditorium went up against Wes uh, Barkley and Effie picks up the win. A 10-minute match. Very solid. I mean, Effie can't say good enough good things about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, a somewhat of a, a new wrestler, um, I've, I've seen him a couple times, Alfonso Gonzalez going up against Project Monix um, in his farewell tour, JK. <laughs> um, I, you know, even though like, you know, it, on Friday, you know, looking forward to, you know, his uh, farewell, farewell tour, you know, you kind of understand like, you know, when you go out, you go out on your back. But I was actually surprised that Alfonso Gonzalez picked up the win because he's a, a fresh new face. Um, so big win for him. Um, the match seemed pretty, it says only five minute match around then. Mm hmm. Just bang I mean, bang then, yeah. And I think because we just had we we came off of you know the the scramble who's pretty lengthy. It's it's a it's a lengthy amount of time, and then uh, the Escalera match, eleven minutes, Fe ten minutes. So I think this was a a nice compact match that allowed for Monix to quote unquote absorb the moment at the end because he was saying his goodbyes to the LSA. Right. Well, um, he's zero two on the weekend, so <laughs> right. Sure does um, lose a lot. Non-title uh, three-way tag team match. Bang Bros uh, defeated the Take It Home Wreckers and the Philip Marino Experience. Um, why weren't the titles on the line? I don't know why the title. Well, yeah, that's a good question. Well, who is the? See, here we go because we're so disconnected it's a little take bit. It it's home been records. a one. The Take It Home Wreckers are the champs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Out of those three teams that you just mentioned. Uh-huh. It's definitely I, I, Marino. It's definitely taking home records that are okay. holding the belts. Because I thought of the Bank Bros and they're the freelance underground yes. champions. Yes. So that's why I got a little confused. But okay, so take your home records. Yeah, I don't know why the title was not on the line. Hmm. Well maybe, it, is that is that something that may have switched during the show? Did they did they did did they, did they cut a promo or anything like that? I don't remember seeing any of that. Okay. Right, so I don't know if they did. Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah. And cheers to that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you probably were having then a couple of those. Is that your new drink of choice? Um. Oh, so news. Um. So I, I jumped back in keto. Um. Uh, so I'm not, you know, taking any more beers for the time being. Okay. So it's just, you know, either usually the go-to right now. It's been, you know, the whiskey. Um on the rocks and um but i've also uh been having is uh tequila with uh sparkling water okay um so that's that's what i've been taking but yeah for sure friday night since i was home um and when i was watching the show i was definitely having some some tall boy modelos i see the standard you know yeah and they also like modelo released a really cool can for uh the other dead i don't uh... know if you've seen it did you um, save one of those? I did. Nice. I did. I actually, uh, I had, um, I, I bought a few and I kept one out. And Carlos like, why are you leaving this out? I'm like, because I like the can. I want to display it over there by the bar area. Right. Um, of course. Of course. So, New Texas pro title match, Brian Keith versus Storm Grayson. I think this was one of my favorite matches throughout this card. Um, it definitely like again we've been talking about storm for a while and you know he put it all out there and and brian keith was new to me so i didn't know what to expect you're doing your best brian keith impression it looks like with that poncho he wears the poncho down to the ring yeah 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 i talked to him briefly (laughs) and i think he i believe he said it was inspired from his father 
There's a little bit of a mix, I think, of where he's from and his father, because I think he's from the Texas area. So uh -huh. obviously there's a large Hispanic population down there being so close to Mexico. Um, and something about, yeah, I, I will I, I will have to ask him more about that. But he mentioned to that briefly to me at Church Street or that the inspiration came, I think, from where a little bit where he's from, a little bit of his father, I think. Cool. Yeah, I did not know that, and I didn't know much about him. So when I when I watched him, I was excited to see him the the next night, right? And I think yeah. I told you before that match started. I'm like, he impressed the heck out of me the night before. So, yeah, um, impressive. I think was the really mm -hmm. good word to describe his performances. And, and I think you know, like social media did his job in in in, in putting him over, also, right? In these two nights uh, with freelance, because mm -hmm. I think freelance already announced like we heard you, so he will definitely be coming back. Yeah, yeah. So that was, and that, that was cool and that's, It's cool because, well, uh, uh, what Thunder Rosa always tweets out or always says is, flights from Texas to Chicago are cheap. That's uh, obviously flights prices are a lot different this year considering mm -hmm. the travel stipulations. But uh, you know, it seems like a a guy you can bring in from Texas. No one else in in the area is really using him. And yeah. maybe he doesn't break your bank on a, on a flight, you know? So it's like, it seems like it could be a win-win. And then obviously Brian Keith gets to wrestle a bunch of new people. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if, if he's going to be a, a constant talent in, in the roster. Mm -hmm. um, so he definitely made, made a fan that night. Um, Freelance world title tournament. So I actually, this is the only match I missed. And I wanted to see Trevor Allah get his ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> it's good right. that Craig Mitchell advanced twenty or seventeen minute match though, and and in the main event, I guess you got to give Trevor a little bit of due there. Yeah, know, for sure. If we're gonna if we're gonna give him, well, it's the smallest amount of compliment that we'll give him. But I mean, I think that's a a big spot on the card for him, which is awesome. It's cool to see. You know, he's he's definitely earned that, even though he loses a lot um you know gets his butt butt whipped a bunch i'm sure he got it whipped by craig but uh an impressive spot in the card to be absolutely no mm -hmm. easy easy thing to uh to main event the logan square auditorium so no definitely no easy thing you can say you've done it which is cool um yeah i think uh something that stuck out uh angel Esclera, I talked to him briefly at church Street brewery he said that robert ego anthony brought the best out in him he said that he was he felt like he was doing things in that match that he didn't plan on doing, but he was just kind of going, like going with it because he was kind of ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's feeling it. Ego is kind of leading. I'm sure leading the. I don't know how it's done, but leading calls or leading the choreography or leading everything. So, um, yeah. So Angel Angel Solera gave me that little tidbit that he he felt like ego put him through the ringer in a good way and brought the best uh, uh, out of him. So. Good man, so, solid card, solid, uh, solid show. Um, you know, and we have uh, the next freelance uh show is happening on we actually had this up shortly here. It's November 19th, Friday. Purple Bobby, big birthday blowout. Uh, I'm gonna be out of the country, but I kind of wish I could go to this. Um, definitely, Project Mox is definitely not invited to this birthday party. Um, but uh, I would, you know, obviously to celebrate with Nick's someone who I always feel like you should give, you know, give your time a day to stop and say hi. He's one of those people. Um, so yeah, kind of sad I'm missing this one. I feel like I would really want to go to this one out of I really want to go to a lot of freelance shows, but just, I think especially this one. And uh, fortunately, I'm going to be out of. The country in my last wedding because i rsvp because i rsvp no to a new year's wedding so oh this is the last turning one. invites down this is the last one i'm i'm happy to say it that we got we we're we're getting through it guys we're light at the end of the tunnel well i mean as long as all these uh all-inclusive weddings don't stop i mean i don't see why you should stop traveling charlie i yeah i mean we're so we're, the only reason, and the only reason I'm, I think I might travel domestically for New Year's. Maybe that's the only reason why I turned that wedding down. But um, yeah, I guess we're gonna get it all out before we have, you know, an adorable 
girl named Emma, uh, our our version of Emma, <laughs> where you sent that snap of her and she's just bro, like, like she picked adorable. up that on her own. Like she's uh, so Carl, so because she kept you know putting her hands like this, and we didn't know why. So Carla's like, "What are you trying to do, Sarah Miedo?" And then, <laughs> that was it. That's all it took. Like just one time, huh? Just one time, and then she just started doing that. That, that oh, shit was hilarious. Man. How old uh, is she? She's a year and yeah, two months. Yeah, year and two months. I feel like her. She's already got like, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what are the milestones for babies, but I feel like she's already her fate. She's already got like an identity and unique look and like a full head of hair. And like, <laughs> yeah. I guess that all comes and, with, and, you know, and we shaved our head. You shaved it? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's a Hispanic thing or, but it's like when, uh, so you have your baby and eventually around the seventh month you shave their head. So it's believed that like their hair would come out better or regrow better and evenly and interesting. So Everyone in my family, well, so my siblings, they they both got their heads shaped. I was the only one that didn't. And I think that's why I shaved my head because my hair, like if I was to let it grow, it's all sorts of fucked up. Uh, (laughs) You didn't get the blessing. I didn't get the blessing. So, (laughs) you know, like once it turned seven months, I was like, yeah, we're shaving her head. And Emma, too, like I was shaving my head and I'm like, bring her over. You know, she's getting her head shaved. But yeah, I mean, her hair is growing out and she's growing too fucking fast for, you know, for my liking. Like she's too smart for her own good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but the that's, you know, we I have a whole other kid to look forward to and, and see how he is. Like, every, like both of all three of them are very different in their own ways. Yeah, that's cool. No, it, it's uh, it's cool. It was just cool to see her. In that Snapchat, because I don't think I've ever seen her except for like the baby baby photos. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But the, when when you took a photo of like a newborn newborn baby, their their faces are like their eyes aren't open. Their faces are so scr- scrunched together. You can't like <laughs> you can't like see what their face is gonna be. But then I saw that that I was like, oh shit, that's Emma. Like mm-hmm. that is her in the flesh. So it's cool to see. Yeah, man. And now she's te- teething, and that's what kept me away from <laughs> from freelance. So. But um, October twenty third, this past Saturday, at the Church Street Brewery. Yeah, you were gave there. her enough tequila on her gums, and I was like, "Look, you don't <laughs> cry, and you're gonna feel better, because uh, I'm going to Church Street." And boy, oh boy, um, so kick ass show from the beginning. Yeah, we were slamming some mango hefeizen beer, uh, which was unique. I'm not going to say it was bad. It was different. I don't know if I can different. have too many of those. Right. Um, the IPAs were solid. I mean, they, they've always solid. been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point I transitioned, uh, you know, to the light beer just to kind of ease up a bit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just because we had we had to drive out of there. Had a water. We got a zesty pizza in us. You know, I think we were doing it responsibly. Yeah, yeah, Some sure. waters here and there. Um, but well, yeah, what a fucking card, man. I mean, straight out of the gate. GPA, who's had a uh, well, I guess we're giving out we're going to give out compliments to some people and others we don't deserve any compliments. But I guess we could say a GPA had a really good run of defending his belt, his title, whatever you want to call it, his, the, the FU heavyweight championship. Um, but Kevin Tankman came out and just gave him a Rikishi driver, squashed him in like less than a minute. So. I think Calvin Tankman deserves that because he kind of got cheated out of that match with GPA earlier in the year. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is a very believable champion. He's got the look. I think the look at the hashtag beat of GPA. There you go. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that come up on the screen right now. I think, I think he's, he's, I think the coolest part about him is his look, um, his temperament and his ability. His entrance to- is a whole vibe. Like, He's got a he's got the vibe. He knows the vibes. He knows the mm-hmm. vibes. I mean, he's just a he's just a tank, man. Get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, his it, the fact that this went down so quickly, like nobody saw it coming. No, I mean, I enjoy I enjoyed seeing GPA lay dead there like a fish. I didn't see a squat. I didn't see a squash happening. But once again, like GPA has gotten out of so many scenarios with this title. It, it was just like a finally you get your chance to smack that fly on the wall and it just got smacked <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. 
talk about Chris jumping on Twitter, huh? Got my tweet featured, according to you. I didn't even know. 411mania.com. I was just looking yeah. at results of that. I saw <laughs> I saw your tweet come up. No tweet. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I I was I was happy. Like, you know, GPA got beat up. That was done and over with really quick. Then Tankman, you know, puts the challenge out to Monix. Monix comes out, and I think he's going to cut a promo, but he just says, okay, and then goes to the back. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the – and once again, get, get well, Kylie. Take all the time you need. Uh, do what's best for you. We, we support that. We always, exactly. we always do. Um, but that was supposed to – the match obviously was supposed to be Monix versus Kylie. It didn't happen. So Monix needs someone to wrestle. Tankman now had the title. Monix wanted to wrestle for the title. He came on our podcast and lied a bunch and said that he wanted to wrestle for the title. So he got his wish, which is going to be the main event. Tankman and Monix. Yeah, and I mean, I was it last? So right now that I was thinking about it, I'm like, I think last, so it was Sunday that he did also like, it was part of his... Um, farewell tour and like even carlos at golly like did this emotional speech thanking monix um like the golly lucha crowd was like you know thank you monix and all that shit and it's just like this motherfucker but anyway let's move on with the card we'll get there oh i think we lost chris are you there oh i'm here i lost i lost you for a second okay yeah i'm here yeah i back to what you were saying yeah, so like now what? Now like uh, imagine now it's like you said goodbye to everyone. And now you it's like it's it's like when you say goodbye to someone and then you're it's walking so out the sleazy, door like, alongside them, you're like it's so awkward. It, like you're gonna come has, back now and just be like, Oh, I'm wrestling now, even though you everyone said goodbye. And it's you know, his whole goodbye thing, like he sold a bunch of merch. So I feel like he took oh, double the cash grab. It was yeah, just a cash like grab. He released that, you know, that black shirt with the, you know, his logo in the back and the the mask up in the front, which I bought. And then Sad. he's like, "Oh, I sold out. Let me release a red version of this also." So he released released a bunch of merch, and I'm sure he sold out on all of it. Here comes and... the gray. Here's a gray <laughs> version of it now. Here's a. And here we are. Never said goodbye. Um. <laughs> So let's move on to the card and we'll eventually get to the main event. Um, Blair okay. Onyx versus Harold O'Hara. Uh, Harold O'Hara wins this match. Blair Onyx. I, I mean, I thought that, you know, Onyx had a fair shot here because I feel like they faced each other not long ago either. Um, and I believe it was also an underground. I could be wrong. Um, okay. But then uh, we also had a scramble in this freelance underground show. Um, Store Grayson. Uh, against Laney Luck, Cole Radrick, Dan the Dad, Trevor Oddlaw, Wes ba- Barkley. And this is for the Freelance Underground Independent Championship. Right. So it's kind of, I didn't want, I, I like Laney's run. Once again, I didn't want her to, I didn't want her to drop the belt. Her and GPA being free frees up some stuff for them to potentially do together, tag wise, hopefully, fingers crossed, doing a little bit of that in Zello. Um, might happen other places, but, um, that's kind of, it would be kind of cool. So they're free now. They're from their title responsibilities. So with a negative comes a positive, right? This is the positive cast. Despite right. despite what Monix has done to twist our emotions, we're going to rise above it and we're going to still spread some positivity because that's what we do. Um, uh, and despite the, the venting article that we had to put on our site that you can see on twoheelsandface.com under blog posts, that kind of summarize what we'll talk about in the main event. But Storm Grayson deserves it 100%. He's got some cool tights. He looks like an American gladiator out there. Um, he's He really he, – he, and they couldn't get the belt. Like, it's not like you're trying to get the belt off Laney, but it's just like Laney hit every challenge. So what do you – it's just like she got What's to like the, yeah. she got to like the 10th level out of 10, right? And like she lost – it's like a more mortal to use a moral combat analogy. She got the Shao Kahn, okay, <laughs> and uh, you lose the Shao Kahn a lot if you play Mortal Combat. At least some of the original Mortal Kombat, Shao Kahn's really fucking hard to hit, to kill. So she rose her way up the ranks, beat a bunch of people, 
she had a really good run. It doesn't diminish her run, but now she had to do defend her title in a scramble match. There's just too many good people in that scramble match. Storm Grayson has been, has, you could make an argument. Storm Grayson could win most improved yeah. wrestler of this entire year. You can make an argument for that. You can make an uh, argument for Cole Radrick. You can make an argument for Cole Radrick. Not really Trevor Outlaw. No offense. I'm just kidding. Dan, the dad <laughs> uh, is great. Uh, Wes Barkley had some cool Macho Man pants. Like everyone had a positive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, it was a, it, it was almost an impossible task. And, uh, but now she's free to do some other cool shit. So congrats to Storm. Yeah. Uh, Shane Mercer going up against, uh, Brian Keith again, uh, banger of a match. And Shane Mercer's just impressive all around. We've always mentioned that. Um, so that to me feels like someone who should wrestle Storm. Shane Mercer feels like a very, very Ooh. strong. That would very, be a, very strong yeah. mid card. Mid card. Uh, he's contender? one. Yeah, contender. He's one to pick a couple matches in a row. So that might be. I don't want to throw Storm right into the gauntlet. And that's know, gonna be. But, a t- yeah, that would be a tough one for Storm right off the back. But I, I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Shane. Mer- I think Shane. Uh, Shane Mercer seems to be on a roll. So he seems like someone who should maybe eventually wrestle for the independent championship. I think in the future, or who's deserving of it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm done with that. Um, the FU Tag Team Championships uh, get defended uh, by the Bank Bros against the Phil Marino Experience. Technically, they faced each other the night before, um, so it's some sort of a of a rematch. But the the Bang Bros are strong, bro. Like they're they're on a tear. Like nothing's stopping them right now. They're on such a tear. They're so hot right now. Once again, you can make a, a case for most improved. And the reason why, like Storm Grayson and the Bang Bros are this improved is because literally they've been given the opportunity to go out there and wrestle and probably have some okay matches. But now, like this was the night they both had really really good matches. Um, and we've been impressed with their stuff before, but like you can see these people blossoming before your eyes and it's just like every show they get a little bit better and now the bang bros feel like they're exactly where they should be and they feel like real like they they the belts look great on them the belts just look natural on them and mm-hmm. that's where they should be and yeah they're just really good right now so they're really they're really hot they're really banging they're banging they're bro. banging um charlie evans defeats billy starks um so funny thing like about this match it was a really good match um but when i was you know when i was outside taking a break um a lot of people were talking about this match even like you know there were there were a lot of fans honestly in this show that had never been to a wrestling show there were um and i kept hearing about this match over and over like they they would you know i would hear them talk about like oh this match and they wouldn't know the names um but, you know, based on what they were saying, I knew they were talking about Billy Starks. Other people were, you know, asking me, like, if I knew their names. Um, so, like, that says a lot. I mean, this was a stacked card. And for them to to kind of re- for this match to stick out to them, a women's match amongst all these other like killer matches. I think that says a lot. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think the women's the women representation representation was ph- uh, phenomenal on this match. Um, and yeah, I think that. And I may be, and I, I, this might be com- completely wrong, but I think if, yeah, if you show up to these, this wrestling, if you show up to a wrestling show and you're not familiar with wrestling, you probably saw a lot of fucking sweet things and a lot of things mm-hmm. that surprised you. I think this is one of the, one on paper, this was a match that seemed okay. We didn't really know, but I think this was like the, the dark horse surprising, like, oh, this match is actually really, really good kind of match. And this seems like it was one that would have stuck out to your hi, I'm just here to kind of like support and I don't know about wrestling, but like, damn, this is pretty, this is pretty good kind of feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And, you know, kind of like a palate cleanser almost and not in a negative way, but before the main event was the prison yard rules match. Yeah. Right. Um, like- impressive. What Darius to trial two and on the weekend. Very impressive win by the by pick and pop by those mm-hmm. guys. But yes, this was this was not technical. It didn't need to be technical. This is like uh, there was a bar a bar like a bar uh, barbell, not a barbell. Uh, like one of those swinging weights. God, I can't think of them. It's I'm staring at one. 
It's like it's kind of it's it looks like Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. You know about. the weight I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, I can't that you do like the little swings where you you swing it behind between your legs, kind of exercises, and you do a bunch of squats with them and stuff. Yeah, clearly, um, <laughs> I don't know clearly the, the I don't name, work out. but <laughs> yeah, all that too. But uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about though. But there was handcuffs. I mean, this was just, yeah, it was shanks. Yeah. If, if you're, it, it was, it was a good compliment to what we figured the main event would be emotional. And this was more just like, I don't want to say funny, but it was just like really like loosely entertaining because yeah, it yeah. was just like a bunch of like gruesome, like weapons and shit happening. You know, it was just yeah. like put a smile on your face to see someone. Like the Swiss Miss always puts a phenomenal face, just like gimmicky shit like that. And like that's what the match is supposed to be. And they did a phenomenal job pulling it off. Yeah, definitely kind of uh very different from the entire card and just yes. placed in the perfect spot. I think so. Then, I think you know. I think uh match placement yeah. was really good. Just in general. I think it seemed like all the matches kind of lined up where they should have been. Uh shout out to um to management that they actually told us that there was not going to be any intermission. Oh, like, I, I like that, that that they give me the heads up because I love yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't like not knowing that there's not like I don't know if there's going to be an intermission or not. Well, the trend is now no intermission. That's like the trend right, right now. That's right? post COVID. That's a trend. <laughs> no intermission. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's a COVID thing or not, but um... right. it just happened to be that you know. I don't mind it though. Let's get, let's get, we're here to watch. Let's get through with it. Not through with it in a bad way, but like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And we all go home quicker, you know, and we can talk, if you want to sit around and talk and talk after people can do that. Um, you know, but like, I like it. Let's, 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 let's get to the, let's get to the good stuff. So I kind of like the no intermission trend. Um, Initially, if you were to ask me, I am not a fan. I want intermission, especially if there's, oh, okay. you know, X amount of matches. Like at some point, you need a. I guess it does depend on how bit. many matches there are, but, but like no Friday show many, had seven, yeah. and this one has eight. I feel like you can get through them, you know. Right, and and I think what to me what I really like that is the first time that I actually see it being announced is that heads up, there's not going to be an intermission. That's so cool. already. You know, knowing that that's not the case, then cool. Let's let's go for it. Yeah, communicate, bro. Communication, so key. All right, so it's now time for the main event. So we don't get a regular Pet Monix entrance or Project no. Monix entrance. Like we go through this, like what is it a ten minute? Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was like six, seven minutes worth of Monix is pictures with fans with family i saw you a bunch in there i saw you a couple times i was there a few times uh you know the the main star of that slideshow was uh his dog you know he was there a bunch and you know definitely pulling on those uh emotional strings that's what got me you know that's where i i I, and i'm not one to admit i'm not one that's afraid to admit that i cry but my eye, I did not shed a tear, but my eyes 100% got watery. And I mm-hmm, think when mm-hmm. the dog, the first time that there's multiple dog photos, but I think the first one really, like, that's what, like, it was all downhill from there in terms of watery eyes. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, that's just because we also know the the bonds, right? With, you know, Pat had talked about the bonds with his dog. And yeah, and then we know that, you know, Passed the dog passed away, right? Because the dog passed so away. Yeah. That you know adds more emotional to emotion to to this you know slideshow, and with that like music, I was thinking that the slideshow was going to end, and then we're going to go into the the Monix, uh music. But no, I thought it was even like at that point, I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Like he didn't even come out to that music; he just came out as as the slideshow was was ending yeah it was perfect it was it was you know it wasn't everyone it's hard to expect people to like then turn and and have an uproar right Mm -hmm. so you Mm -hmm. you just continue that emotion throughout his entrance to the ring instead of just like hey i know you were just crying but now cheer and everyone's just like sobbing as they're clapping like (laughs) that didn't happen so it just kind of it was a natural transition 
makes it to the ring, takes pose. Everybody's throwing streamers. Great mm -hmm. visual. Um, I mean, we were we were somewhat ready, I guess. Um, you know, and, and it's crazy. Like, uh, I think we briefly talked about this after the show. Like, it's crazy to see how, you know, Tankman was, you know, the biggest baby face of the night at the beginning of the night. And by the end of the night, everybody was cheering Monix and completely had turned on uh, on Calvin just because he was going up against Monix. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. It was. Destroys you don't see GPA. that often. Yeah, you don't see that often. Destroys GPA. Everyone loves him. Then he comes out to fate Russell Monix. Everyone hates him. But he's like playing into it too. He's feeding mm -hmm. into it. He's like, is this who you guys came to see? And Monix didn't get a ton of offense at first. Calvin Tankman is, is great at being that just sturdy rock, that that immovable object. That's that's what that's like his mm -hmm. part of his strategy is to use that weight to his advantage. Not to say he's not athletic, because the dude is fucking athletic. But he's got some weight on him. He uses it. It's hard to get an upper hand on him. It's hard to chop down that big tree, you know? Monas couldn't really do shit at the beginning of the match. Frankly, got his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. And, you know, from a match perspective, I'm like, <laughs> you you kind of build this story in your head, too. Right? Because, like, oh, he told you that he was beat up. And, you know, he's taking all these bumps. And you could see him trying and putting the effort. Like, he was, you know you know selling it really well where you know you're not just following the story that's happening in front of you but because you have context behind the character at yeah. different different layers correct um, so that's kind of like the it's 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 the beauty in all of this too right but at the same time like fuck monix because after being awarded uh you know a very a belt that has so much history as a thank you like look like you know what like i know I, I i can see like andy has a you know a very punchable face sometimes but he, he did not deserve that, that that belt to the face you know and then you know purple poppy's there for support and he gets his ass kicked too because monix is making a return not a, not saying goodbye and he played us all man we were all played. We were all played. He came on this podcast. Once again, like all of my, mo all of our emotions are kind of summed up into an article on two face.com under blog posts. You can check it. It's on our socials as well, but came on this podcast. He lied to a bunch of people, lied to us. Um, you know, I guess we appreciate him being coming onto this podcast and us giving that, that exclusivity, but now it just doesn't hold a lot of weight. Because a lot is you can listen back to that episode, and a lot of it isn't true. I'm assuming his his injuries are still true. Um, you know, his uh the concussions that he's had and the things like that. I would assume all that's still true, but he completely turned on the crowd. He called us vile. Have you ever been called and, vile before? And I and I think that if he wanted to make a return, he could have hyped up the return. And didn't have to screw anybody over. Didn't right. have to like turn on the people. Like he could have done it and, and got in a great moment. But no, he decided to go this route. And and this I don't understand why. You know, human to human, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that his health is is well. And you know, concussions or whatever things that he was you know pulling yeah. behind him are you know are in a place where where he feels better to to keep on wrestling. But he didn't have to do this. No, we could have had a we could have had a, a hype up episode with him. Like, yeah, welcome back. Where does this road lead? What are some things you want to do? Like, we could have had that type of episode too. You know, it's not about the numbers for us. It's never been about the numbers for us. You know, so we could have you could have just had a, you could just approach it a completely different way. But he he decided to turn his back on everyone that loved him, especially Andy and Nick's the guys who who have given him wrestling opportunities, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Carlos Gali was there. Carlos Robles was there. Like, they were all, you know, in their support of this man. And, and Ali was there. Ali was there. And so the funny thing is that, you know, we were, we were standing by um, 
I guess, to the left side of hard cam, which is where, you know, James and production and everybody's at. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to. And, and I, I, I saw Ali and I was like, I, I looked at him. I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's him. But I'm like, well, yeah. Like, then it was like, oh, well, no surprise he's here. Right. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, Monix at the end does say, like, oh, he's here and blah, blah, blah. But, man, what a night. Like, it definitely, to the listeners, I will tell you this. It made Charlie want to go out for a drink after a wrestling show. <laughs> <laughs> and I stayed out for, like, a couple hours, bro. Right, right. I was the one who wanted to go. Right. I was like, you know what? I might have to go back. But. You know, I definitely like it was great. Like we got to hang out afterwards. Um, yeah. Um, I really like the fact that freelance was like, there's going to be this after party, you know, if anybody wants to go. Um, I definitely saw a couple people there. Um, it was it was, it was an, a, a nice environment and everybody was talking about the turn. If you need to get something off your chest, if you just want to say, you know, F this guy, do it. Just get it out. You can tag us in it. We'll we'll retweet it um any 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 project monix slander is welcome on our timeline it's just it's it's the most negative we will ever be because we are a positive cast and we've said a lot of positive things about people but he just doesn't deserve any of it he doesn't deserve that type of energy you know he doesn't deserve those vibes so uh i'm still just disappointed honestly yeah it's disappointing hurt pissed but you know we'll see what what happens next i mean clearly he's he's he doesn't have an invite to the you know purple poppy's birthday bash no um i wouldn't be surprised if he finds his way there uh but look at the end of the day uh tankman is still the freelance underground champion uh looking forward to that run um, cause as we talked about tank, man, you know, I, I don't know what role he plays, right? Like, I think so now he's back because Monix did what he did. He's back to tank man being, uh, a, a baby face, I guess. Like, I mean, th- he was just a heel for that one match, but I think, I think so. Crowd, yeah. I think the crowd is 100% behind tank man. Yeah, I think so. I think that Pat, uh, Pat Monix better watch his ass if he's going to show up at the Logan square auditorium. Cause Chris Castro a freelance original, a veteran, is uh, tightening up his kendo stick, and I think Ooh. I think he I, I think I think he might be hunting him down. So he can show his face, but what, yeah, uh, the positive spin, right? Follow up a negative with a positive. So we do on this positive cast. Calvin Takeman's run is going to be something special. Calvin Takeman versus Shane Mercer would break the ring, so <laughs> uh, that could happen as well but i think calvin takeman now you open up you open him up to all these possibilities of uh people wrestling him and having really awesome matches i don't know exactly who he wrestles from here uh but i, I think it's going to be right. really no, cool to no build clear stories decisive with path either on on the freelance world title tournament so that that's another thing to look forward to it says we don't have a bracket you nailed it AEW tweeted at me today, tweeted at us today, our hand, our yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Me, they're just not going to release the bracket. <laughs> they're just trolling us at this point. They're not going to release the bracket. What the what's going on with that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is for your benefit promotions. <laughs> like this, this gives us content to speculate and cause, it's because they they know I'm know? in they know they know I'm in there. I got their <laughs> mindset on lock with that perfect bracket last year. They're scared, they don't want me predicting it, putting it out there. And then all See, the I, matches coming true. Yeah. They're scared of me. Not now. I mean, you got to go into this blind and look at all the com- uh, competitors and, and and pick a winner like that. Because you have to pick a winner before then. I got to pick see. a winner. Yeah. My heart tells me Matt Fitchett. So my heart tells me. I think mm-hmm. my mind and who I think that I... W- if I were to get in the mind of AEW's booking, mm-hmm. just for the sake of, once again, just for the sake of fun, if this doesn't happen, I'm not going to complain about it online. Just for the <laughs> sake of fun being and predicting. I really think Jake something can is someone that they see in their main event. 
mm-hmm. of the Windy City Classic. Um, and I don't know if Jake something has wrestled Fred Yehi this year, or I think Jake wrestled Mance and then Fred took mm-hmm. it off of Mance. So I feel like Jake's been in the in the mix of that title. So it all uh, goes down picture. to that that one match. Whoever survives that match is the is the JLMT winner. Jake something versus Matt Fitchett. Oh yeah, I guess it would then. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm- no. Oh, I see. I don't want that to happen though because fuck. Because <laughs> I want Fitchett to meet Davey somewhere in that tournament. Right. Fuck. So that. I can't have both. I can't have my case. I can't have I can't yeah. have everything. All right. I'm going to give you a day of prediction. Day sure. of. Sure. That's fine. Um, um, Friday. Because this day. is something that you that, that you mentioned too. Um, they could potentially save that till. Um, yeah. But also because that means if you win the tournament, you get a title shot at the Windy City Classic. I think I th- um, honestly think I honestly think Fitchett and Vegas sh- will wrestle at the Windy City Classic, right? But I think it would be kind of cool if they met in the tournament to kind of build to that. That gives them reason to wrestle before they start feuding because I don't think they're feuding right now. I don't know. I'm also just kind of be speaking it into existence because I kind of want it. I'm being selfish right now. Um, hey, I, I I want them that uh, Fitcher versus Davey too. So, so yeah. I don't know. I'm leaning towards Jake something right now, but I'm not going to I'll Friday. I'll mar- I'll set a reminder Friday to give you my prediction and we can. All we can right. Well, we'll tweet, tweet it out. out. We'll yeah. tweet them out the, the, the predictions. Um, I think, you know, right now I'm feeling that uh, Reed could potentially have a, a, a big kind of underdog run. That's another one. That's it. Yeah. Fitchett and Reed, I think, are in mm-hmm. my heart. So I think that's a really good prediction. I yeah, if you're gonna go with that, I'll try to I'll try to intentionally pick someone out. But yeah, I think that's a really good one. Yeah, but well, you know, JLMT this weekend. Uh, this allows us to jump into upcoming shows real quick. So this weekend, uh, both Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, JLMT night one and night two, and then in between those, there's uh, uh, another Hell show. Hath no fear. Hell hath no fury. Yes, that's right. Um, what would you do, uh, me? I would be googling a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the beauty of editing, right? You can you would just cut out those parts where you're typing. Yeah, but now that we're uh, we're we're on YouTube, uh, I mean, we're not editing no video, and I don't want people to see all the edits that I do on audio. So <laughs> it, it, it's all going live, pal. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, freelance uh, goes, November 19th at the Logan Square Auditorium, as we mentioned before, Purple Poppy's big birthday blowout. If if there's anything I can ask for, even though it's not my birthday, it's the Purple Poppy's birthday. If you can sell those, um, those uh, what are they called? The, the micro brawlers. I mean, look, Nix, I'm sure if, if, if you hear this and you place an order, I'm sure you can sell them for a decent price and you'll make your money's worth. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying a lot of people wanted those and a lot of people did not get those. A lot of people, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're um, looking on YouTube, look at that collection behind Chris. He needs to add to that. <laughs> There's one missing piece to bring it all together. And that's a purple micro brawler. Hey, that, 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 that means some. Um, all right. And there's another upcoming show, Second Wrestling. That new promotion. A, new promotion taking place on December 12th. That's a Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, in Northbrook, Illinois. Yeah, they announced uh, the Bang Bros. A lot of familiar, the yeah. in the world. A lot of familiar faces. Cabana, I think, Blur Onyx. Uh, it's a Adler, super interesting, Starks. yeah, super interesting card. I don't really know too much about the promotion. Uh, we've been in contact with them a little bit. Said we would obviously put them over on an episode, which we're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the it's more inter- the merrier. It's interesting. But... It definitely mm-hmm. perks your ears up, especially that that Bang Bros versus Besties in the World match. So, right. So again, that's Sunday, December twelfth, all ages show, um, starting at one p.m. 
And uh, I'm sure in the description of this episode, Charlie, you'll be able to link that Eventbrite link if you guys want to get tickets. Absolutely. Um, that you know also applies to um, the freelance shows and any. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I don't. Well, we'll include the the link to AAW, although you'll be limited on time because by the time this goes out. It'll only be a couple days away, but we do have a promo code. Do you remember what that promo code is? Uh, yeah. If you were to go to our Twitter, that's twitter.com backslash the number two heels and a face. Uh, I believe I have a pinned tweet. The pinned tweet has the promo code is two HFP, $5 off your ticket. There you go. Two HFP. Stands for Two Heels Face Podcast. <laughs> I thought it was Two Heels Face Promo. <laughs> yeah, it could but be. It could be. I don't know. It could be. Look, get your $5 worth. Uh, well, get your $5 discount, and you'll definitely get your money's worth if you go to the Berwyn Eagles Club. Controversy around them. Tacos, let me know if you like them. Let me know if you don't. I think they're an okay place just convenient is great um yeah other convenient, than that, i think bumps them up a couple points on this absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. um all right man well i think that concludes this episode unless you got anything else just still honestly pissed off we're not going to swear on this on this podcast intentionally but i think that we we put out an article that says everything we need to say about monixon's actions so we need to just yeah. get something off your chest. Uh, get it out. Make there. sure you're at that description, that that link to the description, in case anybody wants to. I will it and share their opinions about how they felt that night. If you were there, if you watched it, you know, on IWTV, it's just one of those things that I I did not see coming. I if you would have asked me, you know, to predict this card or anything like that, would be the last thing on my mind that my next was not gonna retire and he was gonna come back and. Announces yeah. comeback in such a douchebaggy way. Yeah, despicable. It was unexpected, but doesn't doesn't mean it's not despicable because that's what it was. So just disappointed in him, obviously. All right. Well, to conclude this episode, let me remind you where you can find us on social media. That's two heels and a face. Number two heels and a face. You can visit our website, two heels and a face.com. Um, as Charlie mentioned, we have articles in their blogs, we have all our past episodes. And you can find our um, all of our episodes in pretty much any podcast platform and now on YouTube as well. Two heels in a face, number two heels in a face. Pretty consistent throughout. Uh, just my last final say is fuck that project. Um, hashtag Viva La Chico, hashtag beat up GPA. See, I don't even feel that bad about GPA now. Like, like this whole Minus thing is really messing with me. Yeah, I know. It's like I almost want to forgive GPA. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let them ride off into the sunset for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>